Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I know you, Andy and Randy fans, are going to be disappointed. Oh, man, where's Andy and Randy? Uh, uh, I guess actually, it would be Steakhouse, right? Actually, Steakhouse. Still right? Look, once I, got, I left the morning show, I lost. <laughs> I, I fill in on Andy and Randy occasionally and then Dukes and Bell. So I guess it would still be Steakhouse uh, normally, uh, 9 to 11, right? Uh, so uh, if you're a steak fan, um, you know, Rusty fan, they'll be back tomorrow. It is President's Day. John Fricky with you from the North Studios. Now the, now, the good part of this is is that we have four hours together. The second good part of it is it's pretty much all you. I will have Grant on from spring training way later, like at one twenty this afternoon. Uh, but between now and then, it's just you and me. Uh, that, that's the really good part of all this. And if you know how I do my solo shows, I, I say I rarely do a guest, and only because we're going to be so focused on the Braves. I will have our Braves expert, uh, Grant McCauley, join us. But again, that's not until like the very end of the show. Uh, so uh, between now and then, you're the guest at 404-726-0929. You jump into the show. Uh, I've done, uh, did the Hawks on Friday leading up to the All-Star weekend, did a lot on the Falcons yesterday, kind of deep diving again into all this mess that's going on with, uh, with the Falcons and with the, you know, the calendar because it's coming fast here. Uh, and so we'll get into all the Braves stuff today. It's going to be our first, or at least my first opportunity, I don't know, maybe yours too if I think about it, for those of us to have about three hours of pretty solid Braves talk here and really kind of deep dive into what this team will look like this year. So if you're a Braves fan and you know a Braves fan, tell them, hey, turn on the radio. Uh, we're talking about the Braves here. Now, having said that, I'm going to start with, I'm gonna start with basketball last night. Uh, Gary Chapman is producing back in the studio. I'm I just going to make a couple quick points about basketball and we'll move on. How you doing, Garrett? I'm fantastic, man. Good to be working with you again. Yeah, 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 you know Daytona's today. Oh yeah, the brain delayed Daytona. <laughs> That's going to be today. What you're not excited about that? No, I, I might go to the Atlanta Motor Speedway next week. I've actually never been to a NASCAR event before. Oh, oh never man. in my life. Okay, never in my life. And I really, all my friends just like. All right. Ironically, here that in, a, in a, a friends group text, all of the girls in the group are like, "Hey, who wants to go to NASCAR on Sunday?" <laughs> For them, all of a sudden, and then the, all the guys are now. Now we're kind of rallying together, and now we might be going to the Atlanta Motor Speedway next Sunday. So I'm really excited about that. If you've never, this is one of those fandom things. If you've never been, okay, if you've never been to a NASCAR, let's say you just hate NASCAR. Yeah, oh, Roger Rednecks driving his taking left turns. Okay, fine. I, that doesn't matter. Okay, what matters is the experience, and this will go to what we're going to talk about later in the show about the best uh, fan trips that you should take with your boys. 
Uh, it is about the experience of going and the experience of I can uh, you you nobody can explain to you what nearly 200 miles an hour bumper to bumper looks like and what it sounds like and, until you're there. Okay, it's like the difference between listening to music on your radio and going to a concert. Okay, it's just. It's so loud, you, you have to wear earplugs because otherwise you'll go deaf. You can't believe how incredibly loud it is. It'll blow you away how loud it is. And when they come off the, the, the fourth turn and they drop the green flag and you got 43 cars at 200 miles an hour that are take your, your thumb and your forefinger and that's how close they are, okay, spread it apart. We're talking six inches at 200 miles an hour. You think as they go, you think somebody's going to die. Oh, my God, somebody's going to die. Because you don't know what 200 miles an hour looks like until you see it in person. it's it, It'll blow your mind. Even if you don't care about the sport, even if you don't care about the drivers, just to see these guys, and occasionally gals, uh, do this blows you away. It's unbelievable. I, I say there are three things that if you've never seen, because you always want to be witness in your life, and I tell young sports fans, look, us old, okay boomers, we know a thing or two, okay? And so... There are two or three things that you want to see in your life, an opportunity. A, you always want to go see the superstars. Because if you don't see them, if you miss them, I'm fortunate. I saw Roberto Clemente play baseball. Oh, dude, you're old. Yeah, I am. Okay, I saw Gordie Howe play hockey. All right, you're old. Yeah, I was a little kid. But at least I saw it. And you could go be witness. If you've never seen, this is your last chance to see LeBron, right? I mean, if you missed him the other night here in Atlanta and you live here, you may never see him in person. And you want to be witness to this. You want to see these people, you know, in person. And there's something that accounts. The second thing you want to do is you want to go to as many major sporting events that you if you're a big sports fan that you can get your hands on so you can kind of compare and contrast. I'm going to tell you right now unless your team is playing in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl sucks. It just is it's no good. It's boring as sin. Uh it's just not, it is I've been to four uh, my team wasn't playing in any of them because I wasn't at either the Falcon Super Bowls, and I didn't care. And so it just kind of sits there. It's not a great trip if you're not a, a fan of the team. Uh, so uh, the, the game itself is long. It's tedious. It's it, The whole thing just is not – it's overrated. Uh, I, I'll give you far better ones than the Super Bowl. It's way, 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 way down my list. Uh, and the other thing is to go to stuff that you wouldn't expect to be such – I didn't expect to start here on the show, but since you brought it up, Garrett, that you wouldn't expect to see uh, something that's a spectacle. If you've never been to a major prize uh, fight, a title fight in Las Vegas, like at Caesars Palace, I've been to three. I've been to a Tyson, and I've been to a couple others. And the the, the intensity of uh, one of them was an Oscar De La Hoya fight. The intensity of the fight at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas uh, was I, I can't begin to describe what it's like. Okay, it's electric from the moment that the that the boxers enter the the ring until the final bell. It's just it, it doesn't stop. It, there's no break, and so it's incredible to see. And if you've never been to an NHL game, you you can hate hockey. The the speed you think basketball players are athletes. Go watch an NHL game. You're like, oh wow, they're doing that on skates. <laughs> you know, slamming into each other. There's no, you know, I mean, everything is a is a P2 foul. 
<laughs> and they, they got sticks and they go in at 100 miles an hour and it's like wow okay <laughs> so it's you just want to witness it to kind of get an idea of what it's like that's i'm just saying all right i didn't expect to start there i expect to start here uh let's get into um this is going to be uh, something that the nba has to deal with garrett chapman here's a headline from cbs this morning okay ready The NBA All-Star Game is unwatchable and unfixable. Hmm. Sounds about right. I I didn't watch. I I don't really care. If they don't care, I don't care. It was a disaster for the NBA last night. It was such a disaster for the NBA that this morning, I should tell you, they should never play the All-Star Game again. They should can it. They should can it. You have a three-day weekend. You can add a couple other events, put a three-on-three tournament in there. They already have. They literally have about ten events anyway. You could do a Rising Stars game. You could do a lot of different things. I mean, I already do a Rising Stars game, but you could elevate that. They do a celebrity game. They do the skills challenge. They do the dude versus the woman thing. They do a lot. There's a lot going on. There's like ten events, all right? And maybe you just elevate All-Star Saturday night to the big event and you end on Saturday night and don't bother with Sunday. I, I know you've got television contracts to, to deal with. Maybe you play a three-on-three tournament uh, on Sunday instead. Oh, I, I, I don't know what you do, but last night was, and I agree with, I had already said, oh, my God, this has got to go. This was my headline. OMG, was that bad? This has this got to go. It was such a joke that at one point during the game, Luka Doncic is so Doncic is he's like wandering back and forth between the either side of the midcourt line and he's like playing Donkey Kong. All right, I'm on this side and he's just walking and then I'm gonna walk over to this side and I'm walk over to that side because the ball's just ping ponging back and forth because you know it's just grab it, throw it the length of the court. Somebody take a three, jack up a three, or lay it up back and forth, back and forth. And so uh, he gets so frustrated. It's like the middle of the third quarter. And uh, the East scores on an uncontested layup, of course, because everything was uncontested. And they tossed it into Donkic, and he's about, I don't know, foul line maybe. And he just decides, middle of the third quarter, I'll just jack it from here. <laughs> he just throws it up, three-quarter court, just jacks it, middle of the third quarter, hits the top of the backboard. And I, that was the moment, that was the moment I went, okay, this is over. You got guys, you got stars who are so don't give a damn about being out there that they're going to jack three-quarter court shots off the top of the backboard in the middle of the third quarter. This thing is dead. It's done. 211 to 186. Yeah, that was the final score last night. 211 to 186. Trey had probably one of the highlights of the night, even though Duke's Carl Duke said, is Trey on a minutes restriction? I thought that was actually a pretty clever line that he put out on X. And then Trey nutmegged uh, KD. It was, I guess, one of the better moments, but KD wasn't exactly trying either. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, he nutmegged him. I'm like, yeah, I probably could have nutmegged him. I mean, he's not really trying. He's just standing Oh, it was Garrett Chapman. It was abysmal. See, a couple of years ago, they did the one tournament where I think the the, the fourth quarter, each quarter was its own right. specific right. game, was, and then the fourth quarter was the that? first to 24 the, uh, to honor Kobe. The and Alan then, Flex or, yeah, they had some name for it. But right. that fourth quarter uh, was electric, and I, I have never seen them get back to that. 
that is what we I mean, basketball in and of itself is probably one of the only sports where you can actually go out there and play full speed and not worry about injuries. You just play, just ball. And for whatever reason, that seems to be the only one. Well, excuse me, it's not the only one, but it's one that nobody Al- cares about. Wait, wait. Al- Al- Alamending, I'm trying to remember the name, like an Alamending uh, without looking it up. Anyway, y- your point is taken. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you could try that next year, but, you know, it's sort of like the Pro Bowl. I mean, the NHL All-Star Game, what's the final score, like 16 to 12 or something because nobody's checking. I mean, yeah. the NHL All Star Game turns into a turns into like a Toronto Maple Leafs regular season game. Nobody checks, <laughs> and so um, uh, you know it, it, the only All Star Game that's really worth anything is baseball because of that the nature a good of the one. game. Yeah, but the, but the thing you the know, difference I mean, in that one is yeah, but your pitchers can't go too long because you don't want to hurt their arms or anything. Yeah, but when the whatever but pitchers you still hit. Up, I understand that. Yeah, you you still want to try and hit, mm-hmm. and the pitchers who are in there still want to try and pitch. They don't want to get hit, so I mean yeah. they they take it. It's at least you know I don't want to get embarrassed out here. No, they're all the trying to hit triple digits like, on their fastball and and they're overthrowing. That's the only thing. But basketball is the one where yeah. it's like everything, all things can be equal, and you just play, you just play ball, and they just don't do it. And it's really disappointing because it's very obvious that these players don't care about the game itself. There's no reason for them to care. Like I wouldn't care either. But the thing is, if no, they don't care, care, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at the I? players. I, I, matter of fact, that's why I thought Doncic was was right. I, I think he's right when he jacks it up from three quarter court and hits the top of the backboard in the third quarter. What he's doing is saying whatever all of us think. This is stupid. Let's end this. Now, if they want to go to that alum ending, or again, I, I forget what it's called, and they want to try that next year, uh, team this or team that. I, I know that they're trying, but I mean, it used to be like. You know, guys would go to the Pro Bowl and they would hit. You know, I mean, it was like football. And then some people started making business decisions. And the All-Star game, the the, the, the last time I went to an NBA All-Star game, I've only been to three, uh, is it was actually a game. I, I mean, they played. Now, granted, they didn't play. Maybe they played at 90%. But they were trying to win the game, and there was some incentive, and it was basketball, and they were running set. This thing is – it's a mockery of the game. It's really bad. And so, again, maybe you could try that alimenting thing you were talking about, Garrett. Uh, we'll give that one more shot. Or at this point, just invent something else. You know, expand the All-Star Saturday night competition. I don't know. Put the slam dunk on Sunday. I Maybe that's the issue. Yeah, know? but that one's not very good either, is it? Slam dunk contest is I mean, kind the of whole pfft. thing is. Yep. Disappointing. It's a, it's a problem. All right. So today, though, isn't going to be devoted. That's the All Star rant. We'll be done with that. Today is going to be devoted to the Atlanta Braves. My first chance to talk to all of you about the Atlanta Braves, and we're going to begin with a CBS Sports article about the future of Ronald Acuna. I'm going to read it to you, and I want your reaction to it because it's one of the four big questions I have about the Atlanta Braves. John Frickie until 2 o'clock on this President's Day on Sports Radio 90 time the game. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake-me-when-the-sun-sets summer? 
With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 90, time the game on this President's Day Monday. No steakhouse today. If you're looking for steak, Cassandra and Rusty and Drew and everybody, they'll be back tomorrow, 9 to 11. Uh, same with Andy and Randy. Uh, John Fricky with you till 2 o'clock this afternoon. And you and I, well, I'll speak for myself only because, you know, you may have done it on another show. I, I, I can't know. Yeah, listen, 24-7. You and I are going to have my, maybe yours, First deep discussion about the Atlanta Braves. Uh, spring training really ramping up now, of course. And so there are going to be three major questions that I'm going to ask of you at 404-726-0929 that I would like to discuss. And, and Garrett Chapman, uh, back at the uh, at the mothership there. Garrett, here are the three areas that I want you to consider, too, because I, I, I'd like your opinion as well. Number one. What's your confidence level, and I'll go through the players, of players that have to step up this season for the Atlanta Braves, and that's going to be a list that will include guys like Chris Sale and Charlie Morton and uh, Iglesias, Kalenic and left, Ozuna, Arias, Aaron Bummer in the pen. You know, what's your confidence level? Who do you think has to step up? Who has to kind of go next level and that kind of stuff? Who's going to be the fifth starter? That's kind of one area. It's a roster question, all right? Second area is started to do it, Garrett. They started to say it out loud, or as you used to say, say it with your chest. World Series are bust. Because, Garrett, nothing less is acceptable. I it, You don't get it very often a, as a fan, but the Braves are in that territory. I mean, they're, they're sort of the George Bulldogs here. You know, now we've got to take that next step. You know, you've been flirting around, uh, you know, kind of hanging around with the Clemsons and the Alabamas. Now you got to go next level. Hey, you John. You know what I'm saying? Were they not World Series or bust last year? Yeah, but I don't know that I got a sense. Because <sighs> they were World Series I, or bust the year I, before I, that. Yeah, well, I think from us, yes. Okay. But remember last year. Let's uh, let's circle back to the, the beginning of last year. You're coming off the, the first loss to the Phillies in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of there were a lot of 
experts, air quotes, right, who said the Atlanta Braves were the third best team in the NL East. That's what they said. Bless their hearts. (laughs) Yeah, bless their hearts. That's what we were saying. And so the Braves are probably sitting around in sprint training going, really? We're behind the Phillies and the Mets? Mm -hmm. Or the Mets and the Phillies? Um, We don't think we are. But this team has to know now. And it has to be so angry because they go, you know, the last couple of years, ever since the year they won the World Series, I'm not sure that they, they were probably not the best team of baseball. The Dodgers actually may have been the best team of baseball that year. The Astros may have been the second best team, but they won the World Series, sort mm-hmm. of like what happened with Texas last year. Okay, and um, but I think two years ago uh, they were like, okay, maybe we are starting to become. Well, after last year, they now they know you can have all of these power poles out there, everything you want to have. Okay. The Braves know, and that's why we need them to say it out loud, and they're starting to, hey, we are the best team in baseball. I don't care what Japanese star you imported from Tokyo uh, if you're the L.A. Dodgers. We're still the big walk and talk, and we're the best team. They need to walk walk it, talk it, say it, and make everybody else uh, you know, come after them, including the Dodgers. Hey, hey, John, but they, they just two. signed a $680 million designated hitter. Didn't you hear? And a $300 million, you know, a billion dollars worth of deals, right? I mean, right? And number three here is it kind of a – so the first one's a roster question who has to step up. The The second one is, is it is it time and are you on board with the Braves? Because I've been beating it – you know, I said it last year. I've been beating that horse for a while that they were clearly the best team in baseball. I still think they are the best team in baseball. I don't care who the L.A. Dodgers sign. Don't care. I just don't. I still think the Braves are the best team in baseball, but you got to act. If you think you're the big walk and talk it, act like it, and then go out and do it, and understand that you cannot have any more of this Ranger Suarez debacles and meltdowns. And it goes to Ronald Acuna, and I'm going to read a story about Ronald here in a moment here, which goes to whether or not you're going to pay Ronnie. Should they pay Ronnie now? Now, we all understand that they have a Max Fried issue. I think Max Fried is a totally separate issue. And it's not so, – somebody wrote – and this article will point that out. You know, hey, if you pay Ronnie, you can't pay Max. Why not? And with Max, since it's the last year of his deal, you can kind of wait till later in the season to kind of see where we are with Max Fried. And, and I'm sure they're going to be negotiating through the year. And if Max gets off to a start and they're comfortable and everything like that, they can get a deal done. You can pay both. There's no reason you can't, Okay. Race payroll will allow you to pay both. But to Ronnie, do you pay Ronnie now or do you wait? Max, uh, pardon me, Mike. Mike Exisa of CBS Sports writes this. Now, I am loath to read entire articles, but this article is really well done. There's only one thing I disagree with slightly in the article, but I want to read it to you as background on the question of whether or not it's time to pay Ronald Acuna Jr. now because he lays out a very... I think when you hear this, you'll get it. So I'll I'll breeze through the first part, and then we'll get to the important thing. This is uh, Mike Exisa on CBS. He writes, A year ago, Atlanta Braves wonderkind, I don't think that's a fair statement. Not a kind anymore. He's not a wonder. He's a great player. A year ago, Atlanta Braves wonderkind, Ronald Acuna Jr. became the first 40-70 player in baseball history. Uh, Finished the year with 41 home runs, 73 stolen bases. Uh, in route to being named NL MVP, hit 337, led baseballs in hits, runs, total bases. It was the greatest power speed season in baseball history. Yes, yes, it was. Acuna turns 26 in December, and thanks to an eight-year extension worth $100 million he signed in April of 2019, he is the biggest bargain in sports. He is. We all understand that, right? 
And Ozzy Albies may be second biggest bargain. This is the brilliance of Alex Anthopoulos. Atlanta owes Acuna only $17 million a year. Wouldn't you be love it? I'm sorry, I'm stopping. But wouldn't you love life where you're only, oh, we, my boss only owes me $17 million a year. Uh, Atlanta o- owes Acuna only $17 million a year through 2026 with a club option at $17 million for 2027 and 2028. Uh, the Braves are going to only pay him about uh, $85 million total for his uh, all the five seasons between ages 26 and 30. 85 million total for the five years. On Friday, Acuna made it known he wants to spend the rest of his career with the Braves. You heard that, right? Everybody heard he wants to be a Brave for life, right? Okay. And also, not so subtly, hinted at uh, wanting a contract extension. Uh, Acuna said, it's not a secret that I want to be a Brave for life. It's my hope that we can uh, make that happen soon, meaning now. Acuna told The Athletic, that's pretty clear that Acuna is letting it be known. He wants a new contract or at least an extension of his current one. Uh, he has not signed any extension. Acuna would have to – had he not signed the extension, the previous one, Acuna would be in the same position as Max Freed. He'd be a free agent at the end of this year, right? And at that, if he hadn't – so this is where some people said when he did sign that extension, his agent made a huge mistake. And as it turns out, they were right because he's going to make $17 million this year. He's going to make $17 million next year. Had he not signed the extension, he would have made far less than $17 million this year, but he'd be a free agent next year, and he would be a four to $500 million player. Instead, he's about a $70 million player. Exciso goes on. The Braves have no reason to rush into an extension because they have Acuna for another five years. He's right. They've also shown, the Braves have also shown they're willing to let players, great players, and even popular players like Freddie Freeman and Dansby Swanson walk if the price isn't right. It's true. Can't, can't argue. If you don't take the discount from the Atlanta Braves, there's no room for you in Atlanta. Acuna has little leverage, and the Braves are aware of it. Uh, hypothetically, uh, writes Exisa, tackling eight years and $300 million onto what remains of Acuna's contract would take him to age 38. So you're going to just say, okay, look, we'll, we'll extend, we'll take your, your contract, $17 million a year, all the way to age 30. Then we're going to give you eight more years at a total of $300 million, which is $37.5 million a year. That's the case he makes. That would be brave for life. If you're a Cunha, would you take that? Uh, I, I mean, there's risk in the Braves. We're, we're, they're going to sign him for 13 years, uh, and they're going to pay him $37.5 million. Now, I think – that this still would benefit the Braves because in five more years, if he's really peaking as a player, they'd be paying him even with the extension $37.5 million in an era in five more years where you may have some of the superstars approaching $100 million a year. Because we understand something. Broadly in sports, in the big sports, in football, the three big ones, football, baseball, basketball, and that's not to diminish any other sort. We're talking about the money sports in the United States, in the United States, we are close to someone becoming, one player becoming the first $100 million a year player. Okay? That's going to happen relatively soon. I think in the next three to four years, we're going to get a contract. Somebody signs five, 500. All right? That's going to happen in the next three to four years. You're going to get an athlete who gets $100 million a year. So, according to Axisa, if the Braves go into him and say, look, we have you under contract age 30. That's five more seasons at $17 million a year. That's a bargain for us. 
We'll give you an eight-year, $300 million extension after that. You're locked into age 38. That's pretty much your entire career, unless you want to go DH for somebody at the end of your career or even stay here in DH. But you're going to be here for the next 13 years. We'll pay you equivalent of about $40 million a year. The only thing I really disagree with in this account here is he's about comparisons. And he says, Exesa says, uh, Harper, Bryce Harper will make uh, $330 million during his peak years. Manny Machado, $335 million. For Mike Trout, it's $460 million. And then this is the one line I disagree with from Exesa. He says, as good as Acuna is, he's not early career Trout. As good as Acuna is, he's not early career Trout. I disagree with that. And I have every you, – you can make – Oh, no, John, he's not. Oh, yeah, all of his numbers are as good or better than Trout. Just saying. And every number, every every metric, he's as good or better. <laughs> so if he's not Trout, then he's as close to Trout as anybody's going to get to Trout, okay? I'm just saying, and it's pretty close. So, but you can't, I, I, to, to make a blanket statement, as good as Acuna is, he's not early career Trout. Oh, wait, let's go back to the opening line here. Uh, it was the greatest power speed season in baseball history. Did Trout have that? No, I think Acuna had that. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that, that was that guy. 337, 41 home runs, 37, 73 stolen bases. Yeah, okay, just checking. Yeah. So the question becomes, do you pay Ronnie? And if you are Alex Anthopoulos, would you offer him an extension of his current deal, which is the point that Exisa makes, of eight three hundred, take him to age thirty eight. You're taking risk, right? Because I mean, there's injury risk in this, right? I mean, so the Braves are taking injury risk. Basically, they're going to lock him up. If they gave him an eight year, three hundred million dollar extension to age thirty eight, that would be a contract that beginning this year would be a thirteen year contract worth nearly four hundred million dollars. Now, again, I just laid out for you in a couple of three years, thirteen years, four hundred million, and I just laid out to you that in the not-too-distant future, somebody's going to get a five-year, $500 million deal in one of the three big sports. So the answer from a brace standpoint is, of course you want to take it, even with the injury risk, you have insurance. And if you're a Cunha, do you want to take it? Because it's guaranteed money, baseball guaranteed, not football, guaranteed $400 million, you're set for life. It's an interesting question, isn't it? All right, so that's just one part of it. So that's the Acuna part of it. Forget about Freed. Freed's going to be negotiated through the year. Do, you, do, you, do we make Ronald Acuna a brave for life, and would he accept it? If you're Acuna, would you take it? If you're the Braves, would you offer it? And the Braves have got to say, and they're starting to say it out loud, we have to win the World Series or this season is a, is a bust. Is that a good or bad thing? And then let's talk about the, the, the roster. Any player you want to talk about. I'm going to bring up some stuff about Chris Sale in a moment, and we can get into that. Let's talk about the Braves, 404-726-0929. John Fricky with you till 2 o'clock this afternoon on Sports Radio 92 the game. Sports Radio 92 the game, no steakhouse today. It is a President's Day, John Fricky with you. And we have an opportunity to talk to each other at 404-726-0929. We're talking about the Braves today. Anything you want to talk about about the Atlanta Braves, is fine. I've offered three things here. Would you pay Ronnie right now if you're Alex Anthopoulos? CBS says they ought to offer him an eight-year, $300 million extension. 
I think you can make a case. The one thing is true about you know these contracts in baseball, they're high risk for both sides. If Ronnie agreed to an eight-year extension over his original and current deal, he might be costing himself $500 million. He might cost himself that much money. The, by the by, by the Braves side, because essentially it would become the current contract will revert back to a 13-year deal for $400 million, more or less, as opposed to maybe making a billion dollars over those 13 years if you're Ronald Acuna, because, again, I, I think a $100 million a year player in, in basketball, football, or baseball is probably going to happen in the next five years. Uh, so you could be costing yourself a lot of money if you're Ronald Acuna. But remember, contracts in, the, in, in baseball guaranteed. So from the Braves' standpoint, you sign a guy to a 13-year deal, and you're going to pay him $400 million. You're going to pay him $40 million a year for eight years coming up here, and suddenly three years from now, that dude shatters his leg in five places and is no good. You have got yourself a problem, don't you? Yep. Even though there's no uh, – he's a soft cap in baseball, you're now out how much? You know, he'd never play again. Oh, okay. Well, we got ten years left on the deal, and we got to pay him forty million dollars essentially a year for ten years, and he's not going to play. Yeah. So there's risk and reward in that kind of a long, long-term deal—a thirteen-year contract. Now, I think Ronnie would probably just like to rework his current deal. Say, you know, let's just tear this thing up. It's got five years and eighty-five million left on it. Let's get rid of that. Let's convert five years, eighty-five million to say six years and two hundred fifty million. To which the Braves are going to say what? Anybody? They say no. <laughs> They're going to say no, no, because <laughs> the Braves have no incentive to tear the contract up. <laughs> the Braves are going. Yeah, we got this dude for a bargain basement. You agreed. We tried to tell you that, Roddy, when you signed this deal, this extension a few years back, even though I know you're out there saying you want to be a Brave for life, I know you're the number one player in baseball, and you are. You signed the deal. The way it works. You know, I, I, and by the way, I don't mean this in any disrespect. You're the most, you're the best player in baseball. I mean this, and I hope uh, Acuna's people are listening to me, okay? I don't know what you're doing down in Venezuela or down in Latin America, uh, you know, in terms of commercials and whatnot and trying to, you know, capitalize on this. But the the quicker that you can get to uh, speaking English really well, the the quicker you're going to make a lot more money doing commercials in the United States. I mean, you have an opportunity to make a boatload of money. You have got to focus in on learning English. You're costing yourself a tremendous amount of money by not doing it. I'm not saying there's a money in Spanish language. There is. That's the that's the beauty of you is that you can do both. You can you can get money for the Spanish and the English, but learning you've been here long enough. I I don't know about I, I really did. It's like Hideki Masayama yesterday. Garrett he wins the Genesis. And I know he speaks uh, English, and, and yet he's got an interpreter there because he's not, it's not his first language. Look, I speak, I speak zero Japanese, okay? And, you know, domo origato, Mr. Robato, okay? I, I don't know any Japanese. But if I was making millions upon millions upon millions of dollars a year over in Japan, by God, I'd learn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be fluent pretty quick. It seems to me like, hey, I can make a lot of money doing commercials over here. Better learn the language. I... Uh, he doesn't have to. I, I don't care. By the way, 
so that you understand, I'm not being an ugly American. I couldn't care less if Matsuyama or Rokunia wants to or does want does or doesn't. I, that doesn't matter to me. I have no problem if they don't. I'm just saying I think it's costing you a lot of money not to. It is. So anyway, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, what's what's more important about Ronnie is wh- the Braves are, are not inclined at all to move. They've got him for five more years at $17 million a year. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. The same with Ozzy. Ozzy signed the same kind of deal. He's under contract for a long time at a bargain basement price. Let's put it to you this way. Chris Sale, great player. But we don't know. We don't know, right? Now, he comes in, and over the next couple of years, he's going to make more money, not much, but some, than Ronald Acuna Jr. Chris Sale has been a star, star, star pitcher. But he's also been an injured, injured, injured pitcher. He's gone through Tommy John surgery. He's had a rib deal. He's had shoulder blade problems. He's had the finger to this, to that, to da, 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 da. Now, I need Chris Sale to be Chris Sale of old. He led the American League in strikeouts a couple of times, once with the White Sox, once with the Red Sox, had 308 strikeouts in one year with the Red Sox. At his peak about five years ago, before all the injuries started happening, Chris Sale was... Number one, number two, number three, maybe maybe number three, probably number two starter in all of baseball. Dude was really wicked. And you put a Chris Sale with a Max Freed. If Chris Sale is 100% and gives you Chris Sale of old, and Max Freed gives you Max Freed and is trying to get a new deal, and Spencer Strider, the, the strikeouts, the Braves, they may shatter every strikeout record in baseball. <laughs> They're going to be... This is why I'm saying, yeah, ifs and buts, candies and nuts. I get that. We got Yoshi Yamamoto. That's great. And Yoshi, I, I have no. How does this game translate? I have no idea. Is he Hideki Nomo? Uh, you know, I mean, we've had a lot of great Japanese players come over. Lord knows that Shohei's an incredible player, right? But he's not pitching anymore, at least not at the moment. And so I don't know how that really. I look at the pitching staff of the Braves, and again, if not, I don't know about Yamamoto. They paid him $300 million. I, maybe he's good. Maybe he's great. He could be great. Uh, beats me. All I know is I don't know about Chris Sale either. Is Chris Sale going to be 100%? I mean, it looks like it. Tyler Matzik's going to be back. There's another wicked left-hander throwing strikes, but he may start in the minors just to kind of get ramp back up here. But I still look at this Braves roster, and I go, you guys have got to adopt something here. And I need this team to have an attitude. I need this team to have an attitude of whatever clicked at Georgia. Now, I'm going to ask Garrett Chapman a question, and I'd like to ask all of you. Is the analogy of the Braves being the dogs kind of sort of right in the sense that Georgia knew it was good, but Georgia didn't have – in order to win national titles, if you're Alabama or at the height of Clemson, you have to think that you're just better than everybody else, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, Georgia knows that they're better than everybody else. The Braves know they're better than everybody else. And You said it earlier in the show. I mean, the Dodgers are great. They're a good team. They're not better than the Braves. One, two, three, and four for the Dodgers are very, very good. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, pale in comparison to what the Braves are. 
You know, I mean, one through nine, there's nobody better than the Braves. And then they go out and add Chris Sale. Now they're battling for the fifth starter spot, and they got three guys who can do that job. One of them is a, a reigning all-star. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an embarrassment of riches that the Braves have right now. I mean, we think that the dogs are good. The dogs are very, very good. Braves are better. The Braves are the best right. team in and this well, region. Well, yeah, I understand, I understand what you're saying here, but I need them to have that too. Because the one knock against Acuna is a fair knock. When, we, when this team won the World Series, Ronald Acuna was a cheerleader. Yeah, and, and the thing is, we saw this with the team last year. Bryce Harper showed us up, and not a single soul showed up to back up anybody on the team. No one, no one stood up. They kind of wilted. And they're like, oh, well, it was a locker room thing. Why wouldn't you say that? We should stay in a locker room. Stay in a locker room. No, man, stand on business, man. Stand on your business. He showed us up. He, he comes yeah, in with that T-shirt that he was wearing, whatever that shirt was. Right. He didn't do a damn thing. Yeah, I know. It was I soft, and, and no, that's my I'd only thing is, with the Braves. Right. No, that's, that's my point. I, you're making my point for me. This team has got to have a toot, and they need to have that toot come from somewhere. And when CBS is writing about, you know, Atlanta being willing to part with uh, Dancy Swanson and Freddie Freeman, those were toot guys. I, Matt Olson's a great player. But Matt's kind of a low-key guy. That's when he got all fired up about that one play, the incredible defensive play, right? Everybody, they talked about, you know, how great a play it was for Michael Harris and how incredible a play with the pick uh, off the ground that it was from Austin Riley. They also talked about the fact that Matt Olson was all charged up. And we went, wow, we don't see that very often. <laughs> and we don't, you know. Orlando Garcia, he's an all-star, but he sounds, he's kind of a, an unusual cat, okay? Uh, so maybe Jared Kalenic provides that. I, I don't know. I mean, th- this team doesn't have uh, – there doesn't seem to be a whole – everybody said it last year. Who, who's kind of leading the charge here? You know, I, I, maybe it's got to be a Darno. I, I don't know. But this team has got to have an attitude, and they've got to uh, go out there and play like it all season long. And, we'll, and, again, we'll see what happens here. Doug is uh, joining us here. Hey, Doug, welcome to the show. Yes, uh, hello. I agree with all your comments there, John. Uh, just, I would say that in the playoffs, pitching uh, t- turns up a notch, you know. And would it be possible that we uh, some hit and run and, and try to manufacture runs rather than waiting for the rerun or rerun? That's my comment. Yeah, I, I mean, again, you're playing to the strength of the team. You know, they are a bombing, bashing three-run home run hitting team, but they're also a team that runs extremely well. I mean, not only the 73 stolen bases of Acuna, uh, Ozzie stealing bases, Michael Harris, hopefully he's healthy for the entire year. Clinic can run. Uh, so they, they, they steal a lot of bases. They run the base paths well. Uh, so they're a fast team, too, on top of being a bashing team. Uh, they, they really don't have – in case of playing small ball – I think you, you kind of dance with what brung you, I guess, more than anything else. If you, the problem with playing small ball, and I understand what what Doug is saying here, position, you know, first and third, you know that you guys could do that. Some guys have back control enough to do that. Ozzy does, Darno does. A lot of guys don't, you know, have that kind of back. I mean, certainly Acuna does, but Acuna's exit velocity is so strong that. You know, he tends to just he's not he's not trying to grind himself into outs. We need him to get on. Um, and he, t- he tends to do that rather well. But playing small ball itself, 
it's like suddenly Georgia's getting into, you know, a championship game and they decide that they're going to be, uh, you know, go against the grain of what they are. I think you have to dance with what brung you, and they just haven't danced very well. 404-726-0929, let's talk about the Braves here. Your concerns, your excitement, uh, who you can't wait to see. Have they done enough in this offseason? There's another great question. Did they do enough in this offseason, in your opinion? 404-726-0929, John Fricky with you. till 2 o'clock this afternoon on Sports Radio 90, John the Game. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.